0: Happy Mother's Day. I thought I'd give you a little throwback pick. Uh, That's my mighty mom. And yes, that's me rocking the brown corduroy sport coat. Apparently from the picture, I was in the middle of a growth spurt, but we were convinced I could squeeze one more Easter uh, out of it before we had to buy a new one. For those of you that know my sister, uh, my sister Sue, no, I didn't crop her out of the photo. I'm pretty sure she was on the camera, but she and I both know that I was the favorite, so this is a perfect pick. My mom's been gone for over 45 years, but I remember a lot of things. One of those this time of year is that she loved her hymns, especially the old Rugged Cross. As I prepared for today's message and reflected a bit on my mom, my thoughts also shifted. To the times we are facing right now, I suspect that I'm not alone in saying that sometimes I feel like a tiny little ping-pong ball bouncing around in the angry surf of the ocean. This image was quickly followed by memories of another hymn that is a favorite of a lot of mighty moms. It goes like this. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot... Thou hast taught me to say, It is well, it is well with my soul. It continues with, Though Satan should buffet, though trial should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded my helpless estate and has shed his own blood for my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Pray with me. Father, right now I think about those for whom they're not feeling that it's all well with their soul. And I ask that your Holy Spirit would come alongside of them and remind them that you are there with them. And it can and it will be well with their soul. And help them to lean into the comfort that you have for them. Thank you, Father. Amen. Virtually every mother that I have ever known has times when they feel like, They're not living up to their own expectations. They're not living up to the expectations of others, or they're not living up to societal expectations. And that was even before a global pandemic and stay home, stay safe for a couple of months. Cooking, cleaning, 24-7 mom time, working full-time while homeschooling full-time. They're now the worship leader, the Sunday school teacher, the financial advisor, the nurse, the hairstylist, the barber, and in some cases, even the pet groomer, and I know I'm missing stuff. Today, I just want to say, moms, you are amazing, and you've got this. Even in those moments when you don't think you do, you've got this. While it may not have been his intention, in the first few verses of chapter 1 in Paul's letter to the Philippians, he lays out a model for motherhood that is both realistic it is achievable, and it can be life-changing. My hope today is threefold. First, I want to encourage any and all women who are listening to keep leaning into your high calling. Second, I want to remind all of you of any and all mothers who have helped to shape your life. Third, I want to inspire all of us to be intentional about encouraging and supporting those we know who are on this crazy odyssey called motherhood, especially in these incredibly challenging times. Consider with me briefly three characteristics of a mighty mom. A mighty mom says, I have you on my mind. Paul put it this way in Philippians 1.3 as he wrote, he said, I thank my God every time I remember you. Now right now with all the extra mom time, you may not feel that way all the time, but doesn't that sound like a mighty mom saying I have you on my mind I thank my God every time I remember you moms I suspect some of you when I say I have you on my mind feel like you might be losing your mind right now but trust me you've got this and I encourage you to follow Paul's example and choose to remember the good times and choose to anticipate the good times and know that your children will always be on your mind. And that's a good thing. A mighty mom also says, I have you in my heart. Paul put it this way in verses one and se- verses 7 and 8 in chapter 1. He said, It's right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. Again, doesn't that sound like a mom saying? Some of you can probably hear your mom saying that. Others of you know she said it over you on countless occasions. You can disagree if you wish, but in my mind, the only thing remotely similar to a mother's heart is the very heart of God. Think about it. Every day an unborn child lives with the rhythm of their mother's heartbeat. Then for the newborn, few things bring more comfort than resting on mom's chest and hearing and feeling that same heartbeat. From the conception of her first child to her last breath, and through all of the ups and downs in between, a mighty mom's heart beats for her children. There's no changing that. The same is equally true for every foster mom, every adoptive mom, or the one who willingly takes on the role of a mighty mom, even when there is not a biological connection. I get that sometimes it hurts, but moms embrace the fact and let your heart beat for your children, even when they're breaking that very same heart. A mighty mom says, I have you in my heart. A mighty mom also says, I have you in my prayers. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I'll just say, I know it's not politically correct, but to me, there is nothing like the prayers of a mighty mom. I've said it before, but I'm confident that I would not be where I am today if it were not for the prayers of my mom. Now, granted, I would not be where I am today if it were not for the grace of God, but I also wouldn't be where I'm at today if it were not for the prayers of the mighty mom who is the mother of my children as well and who also is right now serving as my AV tech in the midst of this crazy time. Paul prayed a prayer... In verses 9 through 11 and just picture this as a mom praying over her children and this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ To the glory and praise of God. May not have been those exact words, but I know that I know my mom prayed that for me. And I suspect many of the moms here, perhaps even all of them, have prayed the same. Moms, I just want to say, when it comes to I have you in my prayers, don't give up. When nothing changes, pray. When it looks like you've won a victory, pray. Because sometimes you get surprised. And when we are everywhere in between, from heart-crushing defeat to mountaintop joy, everywhere in between, keep praying. When you don't know what to do, pray. When you think you've got it all figured out, pray, because I love you, but you don't have it all figured out. And when you don't know what to say, grab your Bible. And pray Philippians 1, 9 through 11 for your children. When they head out the door for a new adventure, when they have you ready to pull your hair out, when they're making a choice that you know in your mom's heart isn't a good choice, pray those words over them. Now, I'm going to shift my focus to the rest of us. And I'm going to knowingly enter into the danger zone. Of attempting to speak on behalf of moms and I know that's risky business but what can you give this Mother's Day what can you give to a mighty mom that will make a difference three gifts for a mighty mom tell her she's on your mind you may think she knows it but trust me she still needs to hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it it again Tell her she's on your mind. The second gift is show her she's in your heart. You may think she knows it, but trust me, she needs to feel it. Now, you may need to do a little research because every mom is different. Some of you know that I'm a hopeless, well, I mean, a helpless romantic, but I think I picked the perfect gift for Mother's Day for the mother of my children, Diana. I gave her a three-year subscription to This Old House magazine. Guys, I don't necessarily know that that's the right choice for you. With her, it resulted in great cheers and a big hug. With other moms, you might get punched in the throat if that's what you give. Show her she's in your heart, and the best way to do that is to take the time Invest the energy to know her heart and then share your heart. Tell her she's on your mind, show her she's in your heart, and then keep her in your prayers. If you've got the best mom ever, and I'm sure you do, she still needs your prayers. She covets your prayers. If your mom is anything less than the best mom ever, guess what? She needs your prayers. Note what Paul did in Philippians chapter 1. He told the Philippians what he was praying for them. Just imagine how it might bless the moms in your life if you were to actually tell them some of the positive things that you're praying for them. I want to close by praying Philippians 1, 9-11 for the Mighty Moms. Pray with me. And this is our prayer for the Mighty Moms, that her love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that she may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Amen. Happy Mother's Day, and I trust you'll all lean into what Paul has to say for us, and I look forward to talking to you again next week.